And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi guys. Thanks for joining me. You may or may not hear the very wide smile in my voice right now. I'm super excited about this week's topic and this week's guest. I spoke to Holly Gauthier-Frankel, who is an actress, a singer, a burlesque performer, all kinds of things. She's been in show business for over 25 years, which is astounding considering how young she is. Um, and I first met her when she was performing Miss Sugarpuss who is just an amazing and kind of crazy and hilarious burlesque dancer, Miss Sugarpuss. Turns out that Holly, as Miss Sugarpuss, is having is releasing a jazz EP soon. I don't know when. But anyway, Miss Sugarpuss. It's the Miss Sugarpuss Quintet. Quintet. Keen. I don't know why I said keen. Quinoa. That's why. Because I was reading it. And then I said quinoa. Quintet. Oh, I'm not going to redo it. Here we are. It's happening. Miss Sugarpuss Quintet. That's how you say that. Uh, check out MissSugarPuss.com. That's M-I-S-S-S-U-G-A-R-P-U-S-S. Kind of like the Mississippi thing. I don't know why I always spell things to you guys, but I do. There you have it. What else is happening? Listen in. This one went a little bit long. How could it not? Um, we were just gazing at each other, asking what was sexy, which was super fun. Um, this conversation is going to meander, but I think it's well worth it. Um, I think you'll you'll learn a lot. You will specifically learn, if you're open to it, if you want to, how to breathe into your taint. That came up at some point, and uh, I had Holly lead us through it. So get ready for that. You don't really need anything. You just need your taint and an open mind, I guess. You may want to lay down on the floor when that happens. You may want to pause it. You might want to pause it because you might have feelings. You might be overcome with the warm wash of sexy feelings, in which case, go ahead, put this thing on pause, take care of business, do what you got to do, you know? That's what we're here for. It's really not at all what we're here for, but uh, it can be. It's what you want it to be. This is what you want it to be. So Holly and I were talking about what's sexy, and I've been thinking about this, and I'm just going to name some things that I think are sexy. Should I? I will. How about this? Eye contact. That's sexy, isn't it? Almost too sexy. Sometimes sometimes I get shy and have to look away. Blueberries are sexy. I've been eating a lot of those and feeling sexy lately. Have I been feeling sexy? Not so sexy when I'm just like smashing a pint of blueberries into my face. But uh, but the, mm, the uh, uh, local organic berries, summertime, oh, I'll put them in the sun a little bit and then they're warm and then they're... Oh, it's good. It's very good. Blueberries are sexy. You know what's sexy? Smiling, laughing. That's sexy, right? Do you know who is sexy? And this is this is something that she does. I figured this out because I was I was watching very closely. I'm like, why is she so incredibly sexy? I'm like, do you know why? Because this is what she does. Mary Louise Parker. Okay, forget the fact that she was in Fried Green Tomatoes forever ago. And of course, like any lesbian my age is going to be completely in love with her. But Mary Louise Parker, what she does, she leaves her mouth open at the end of almost any sentence that she says. Any sentence. So what you do at the end of your sentence, don't just close up your mouth like a regular person, like normal people do. Don't just close your mouth. Leave it open a little bit. Leave a little gap in there. 
Whatever you say is going to be sexier. I'll, I'll try it right now, but you'll have to imagine because you can't see me. I could be like this. I just had some blueberries. That little uh sound was me just leaving my mouth open. Give it a try. Say almost anything. Practice, though, because you don't want to look creepy. Um, do you know what else is sexy? I read this somewhere. Wearing red, apparently. Apparently, if you are a man or a woman and you are wearing red, other men and or women are going to think that you're sexier than maybe you actually are in life. So wear red. Put a splash of color on yourself. Or just carry around a red backdrop. Turns out it doesn't matter if you're wearing it, just as long as it's near you. That would be sexy if you walked around with your own backdrop, set that up everywhere you were, just posed in front of it, left your mouth open. Oh, check out my backdrop. Then leave your mouth open. That's sexy. Guys, there's all kinds of sexy. All kinds. This is just this is just the beginning of the conversation. So don't 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 consider anything we said we say definitive on what is sexy. You're sexy right now, I bet. You're sexy listening to this. You feeling sexy? Are you? I don't know why I did that. It's weird. I don't know who's listening. I don't know if you're young. If you're young, I don't want you to, I don't want to be talking to you like this. Um but yeah, okay. All right, I'm touching my own hair right now. Back of my head. That feels sexy to me. I'm going to go. I'm going to go right now and uh I'm going to go think about this privately. I'm going to think it privately. Just think about what's sexy and answer those questions for myself uh, with some blueberries. Okay. All right. Here we go. What's sexy? What is sexy? What is sexy? That's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking me? We were just friends having a conversation I know. until one second ago. I know. And then we just stared into each other's eyes over this table like this. That's What's sexy. It's a powerful word. <laughs> sexy, sexy. What is sexy? What is sexy? Well, I mean, you want to go by what the media says is sexy or what we think is sexy? Let's or? start with the media. I hate what the media thinks is sexy. What does the media think is sexy? Nubile 12-year-old girls <laughs> with, like, <laughs> acorn breasts and or heroin faces or or the complete opposite, like the pneumatic crazy blonde who has, you know, fake boobies that could asphyxiate her if she does a, a plow yoga position unattainable ideas yeah <laughs> or very attainable oh my you know? gosh it's what like is the what does the media th- think about dudes how are dudes sexy poor dudes i jacked mean, they're jacked they're either super jacked or they're super kind of thin and and snarly and punky i mean guys they don't have it any easier than women anymore i i don't think ah uh, you know because that, and that the problem is that sometimes I think all of it's sexy. Sometimes I can kind of get off on, except for the younger girls thing. I'm not super into that. No. Like if I can, no. I, I did like how you said acorn breasts, though. That was quite an image. <laughs> that was an image. Two words I've never heard right next to acorn each other. Acorn breasts. And mm. I didn't dislike it. I'm more partial to the term, like, teacup breast. Or, That's you know, adorable. like, pretty, like, that you think of it, you know, and you do the hand motion to kind of, <laughs> the cup. Oh, <laughs> this is not good. Um, no, no, this is exactly what we're here for. This is excellent. <laughs> Good. You were saying you like all of it. I think I do. I think at, at, I do like all of it. Um, unless it's really blatantly violent, I don't like it. But I've delved, you know, like, I don't know. The media seems to want us to not watch porn and also watch porn. And I've done both things in copious amounts. 
I've done copious amounts of not watching porn to try to stimulate <laughs> my my imagination. Right. <laughs> uh, and I've watched a lot of porn over the years to try to figure out what the trends are and, you know, what to hate and what to make fun of and what to just be completely demoralized or fascinated by what are the trends i don't watch a lot of porn i think i have a very good imagination in that way it seems to me that for for heterosexual porn it's a lot of two women and a guy just doing whatever he wants to them there's a lot of this look at the i mean the the come in the face kind of thing that's a big thing the the choking too, like there's a lot of slapping and choking of women, and that's where I start to feel like really alienated and strange. Like these, these this fish hook action and this like, they, have you seen that? Have you I, seen? That? I can imagine it's it when terrible. you say it, but it's, no. I mean, I don't really get it. I don't really. I really don't watch a lot of porn because they don't make porn for me. No, like what I think is sexy. I, I used to have a joke about this, but it was be like you know. I want to see a girl just like, you know, just working it, a little bead of sweat, dripping <laughs> off her hair, just like applying for a Canada Council for the Arts grant. <laughs> Go on, girl, work it. <laughs> that, was my, that was my joke about porn. Or that I watch yeah. gay male porn. Yeah. Because, you know, as a feminist, I can be confident that no one's being demeaned or degraded. Mm-hmm. And if they are, you know, who cares? <laughs> They're dudes. They should take it. Those are my jokes. It's funny. So I can imagine what you mean yeah. when you say fish hook. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not my favorite. It's But, you know, like, it, it's... I just think it's descending really quickly into kind of anything goes, really anything. Do you know what creeps me out is like, yeah, exactly. The way that the culture talks about sex, it's like we've come a very long way from the innuendo Mm -hmm. of like, wake up, little Susie, wake up. Which at the time was like, oh my God, Susie spent the night. This is shocking. And now it's just like, I want to fuck you in the ass. Where can we go from here? In a commercial, right? You can't go anywhere else from here. No. Is that song in a commercial? It's it's in a commercial. What commercial? It's like a language learning commercial. It's a joke commercial. I think it's from the Netherlands or something. And it's about, it's like about a language learning program. And there's a song in the car and the family doesn't (gasps) speak English. So they're all singing. Now that you mentioned it. Yeah, I've seen that online. It's quite funny. I enjoy that. But that's a good commercial though. Yeah. 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 But. No, I understand. And, you know, I, 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 I really love erotica and I love, um, kind of weird old throwback stuff. Like I, I kind of figured out what sex was by discovering a a pile of old national lampoon magazines that my parents had and they were ridiculous. You know, they had these, these comic book photo comic strips of like women with huge breasts doing say you know with these weird cartoon bubbles and things that they would be saying and nothing was extreme or very overt and everybody was very hairy and everybody was very average looking um and everything was all kind of wordplay it was all innuendo and i I mean even when her tits were hanging out it was kind of like (laughs) like you wouldn't ever see the act yeah yeah like i didn't understand what my vagina was until I was about 14 years old you know like I really truly didn't understand that like there was actually a hole you know like I just I wasn't exposed to that and the first time I discovered like TV porn was you know the blurry uh oh yeah that's something that happens here in Quebec Yeah, yeah yeah so I saw the scrambled porn or rather I heard it so I was kind of fascinated by the oral a-u-r-a-l yeah uh side <laughs> for our listeners yeah sorry <laughs> that side of sex and like i don't know like for a long time 
before I started doing burlesque and before I was sort of more enlightened and I don't say enlightened with it necessarily being a good thing. Cause like I kind of, I kind of had a veil lifted in a very, in many very like harsh ways over the years. But you know, like I, I would hear my neighbors having sex and that would kind of get me titillated and excited. Yeah. You know, you do the thing with the glass on the wall. Like you did I not. did, did that. Really? I did. Yeah. Cause oh, I was, that's adorable. I was like, Hey, does this work? And B, Oh my God. A, does having- this work? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel, I, I feel like that. I forgot that I used to do that. You know, like I forgot that, I used to explore with these crazy National Lampoon magazines that were all like sev- 60s and 70s stoner, you know, post hippie humor. Like I can't even remember what they said now, but it was yeah. not that sexy. I'm sure if I looked at it now, I'd be like, "Whoa, this is things so weird. have really changed." Like <gasps> I have, I have a bunch of. Um, I was just thinking, why do I have this? Because people keep giving them to me, and mm-hmm. if you want to give me a gift, I have these a lot. You can give me more. I love this. Ooh. Um, playing cards with like naked women on them. Okay, you know, and some I have one that's like from the '80s, and it's so different. Mm-hmm. The style, like, it's just a woman's naked body. But what people thought was sexy in the '80s has really changed. Yeah, today. Like, what is it? Know. Is it her position that's changed? Well, there's there's the obvious things about just like. Um, the advancements in photography and lighting and yeah like that. but then it's just like you know body hair that's fine mm-hmm. you can have a full-on 80s bush rocket. yeah that's not yeah. a big deal you know oh and like god even just really basic things like how your breasts can look how your hips can look what your body shape is like yeah well that's what started fascinating me about about burlesque and that old old aesthetic like just the way girdles would shape a woman's body you know like there's that indentation in the waistline and the hip kind of comes out and then yeah and the breasts are sort of like ski slopey and perky and like <laughs> i don't know i mean i guess that must exist still but things have evolved in such a strange way and i mean exercise changes everything too i mean these are really obvious things i just i am fascinated with the exploration of it too you yeah. know like how Let's get into burlesque. Okay. And let's get into you doing burlesque. Okay. Um, we just came <laughs> off a row, a, a row, a run of shows at the uh, Just for Laughs Festival called Stand Up Strip Down, Comedy and Burlesque. You opened and closed the show mm-hmm. with different burlesque numbers mm-hmm. every night. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Your numbers are sexy. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, uh, there was a question. I was just like, <laughs> and, and they were amazing. And, and you're super sexy. Thank you. Thank um, you. Um, it amazes me. It, it, I mean, I know that what I'm doing is perceived as sexy i know that yeah like rationally when i'm doing these shows when i'm getting ready for the shows i'm thinking of aesthetics and i'm thinking of faces to make and i'm thinking of hip gyrations to do and bumps and grinds you know i'm thinking of the moves i'm thinking of timing but i'm never thinking like oh yeah i'm so hot i'm so fucking hot like, when you're I out there yeah ever i mean there are moments where i'm kind of like i'll look at the the moment of sexiness only comes in the external reaction. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but you know, like I, I need to know that I'm connecting with a human being out there rather than just existing in a sexy bubble, you know, like right. there are some burlesque dancers that I think, um, and I don't know, but I, cause I've never asked them, but when I watch a performance, it's like, it's an electricity that you can kind of feel and see and sense. And some people, they kind of glide and they're very beautiful and very statuesque. And, you know, even if they shake and shimmy and things jiggle and move, sometimes there's not 
that connection. You can't, I want to see brains. I want to see, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to see those thought bubbles. I've seen a couple of burlesque performances over the years that have made me really uncomfortable for the reason that they're not connecting with the audience. Yeah, they're just. And you're just watching it and you're just, you just feel like, oh, uh, you have issues. Yeah. Like, I hope, who, you know, I hope you, <laughs> I hope you call your dad tonight or whatever wow. you need to do to work this out. Uh, and then there's the ones, but that, that, those are rare, but yeah. they're really creepy to watch. Yeah, it's terrible. And then there's the burlesque that's just fun and sexy and amazing one thing you do really well and that i always like about burlesque is like the sexy face you do these <laughs> cheeky little um expressions and faces uh, that are like you 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 do look like you know that it's hot but you also just look like hey guys like yeah, isn't this yeah, fun yeah, yeah. isn't this exciting <laughs> like what's gonna happen next yeah i think i can only cultivate it to a certain extent because then i feel like a fake idiot um making a duck face all the time i mean i have a feeling i know just in terms of what the makeup is doing on my face because it's a lot of makeup I'm not gonna lie like really there's there like you just take some fingernails you won't get to flesh like it's all makeup you know I love how you think you are unrecognizable (laughs) you look like the same like your eyelashes are a bit shorter and your skin is slightly less sparkly I'm like that cat that hides halfway under the couch and it's like you can't see me yeah but you can totally see its ass you're very obviously Miss Sugarfuss (laughs) okay thanks Uh, I I um I appreciate it. I mean, I, I sometimes I don't know. It's like a trance comes over me and it like it depends on the mood of the crowd. It depends on my mood. There are nights sometimes and it didn't happen of course this this time because everybody was lovely. But yeah, there are some nights where I do not feel sexy. I do not want to take my clothes off. And yet those are the interesting performances usually because then I have to come up with some sort of scenario in my head or or um oh i can't wait to hear it yeah i don't know like sometimes well i'll 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 tell i'll tell you an example that someone else said uh backstage at at one point during a show um and they were they were listening to an act that wasn't making them feel sexy at all they were listening to a comedy act that was really actually turning them oh, off oh no yeah they were like ah 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 and and i i it made me think i thought okay well why how can you let yourself get so affected by it? You got to make your own thing. I mean, yes, like hearing something that disturbs you is obviously disturbing, but like you got to shut it out. At some point, you got to get that little fiery. You got to like, you got to pretend to be diddling yourself or diddle your brain somehow. Yeah. You got to get your little fingers going in there and like touch <laughs> any like. And so you know, sometimes if that happens to me, like you know, I, I it, hormonally I just don't feel like it, or something pissed me off, or somebody pissed me off, and. I'm I'm not feeling it. I have to glom onto one thing. So the other night I I heard the sound of someone's voice uh in the crowd and uh and I remembered an an encounter that I'd had. <gasps> this is exciting. And it was super exciting and it was somebody's voice that I hadn't heard in a really long time and I heard them say something and it just and I and was I it, kind of Come on, was it me saying <laughs> Was it me saying and that I Miss will Sugar never Puss? tell. Was it me? No. <laughs> I can't tell you that. I will never be able to look each other in the eyes okay, again. Sorry, no. No, it's fine. Ahead. No, but it was it was as simple as that and it and the person wasn't even saying anything particularly sexy it was it was like a it was like a curl in their in their throat it was a, it was a way that they finished a sentence it was something it was just something so particular and because i was kind of open to it um and kind of honing in on on my core and honing in on my pc muscles and you know like cause sometimes you got to 
I'm, you know, I teach it in my in my dance classes. I I urge the women to squeeze. You know, like yeah. you got to get the squeezy yeah, thing. When you say going core, on. you kind of you gestured in the crotch area. I I yeah, like uh, everything happens in the crotch. Everything happens in the lower abdominals and in the the pelvic area. And you know, I I put it right out there at the beginning of class. You know, the more you squeeze your PC muscles and the more you breathe into your taint. Uh, the better off we're all going to be, right? Because How do you breathe into your taint? I want you to teach me right now. Can you? Okay, yeah. You have to... Okay, okay so close your eyes. Okay. Um, Wait, this is for everybody. This is for everybody, not just yeah. me. So, everybody, so breathing into your taint. So, is it okay that we're, si- we're sitting in a yeah, chair? Yeah, if you sit upright, yeah. It's, it's usually everybody easier. everybody sitting in a chair? You can sit in a chair. You can lie down on your back. So just start tilting your hips. Wait, hang on. Just quick, because this is yeah. for our listeners. Is this, can dudes do this right now, too? Totally, is, totally. Okay, everybody. I mean, so take a seat or lie down on your back. Take Miss a Sugar seat. Miss Sugarpuss is going to teach us how to breathe into, <laughs> into our, our taint. <laughs> or just to activate the, 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 well, for men, I guess it's your prostate area, but you don't have PC muscles. Nah, I don't, don't know. We have to talk to a dude. I'm lesbians. sorry. I don't want to. Okay, okay. Right so just, you know, lightly engage your PC muscles, which are the muscles that you use to staunch your flow of urine. Okay. So say you're like... Oh you, my God, thanks for teaching me that. I have been nonstop yeah. peeing this entire interview. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? I finally figured oh, it out. Okay, I thought it was just from the rain before. No. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> That was that's that was very unsexy. Okay, I'm letting you go. Please, no, but please. humor is sexy I'm and stopping. that's that's the other thing that's so important to remember. Like if if you can't laugh, like I mean, hopefully one of us will fart and then that'll be the most sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um okay, right. so if you if you think about your hips uh connected connected um horizontally by a kind of nice energy cord, um and then you think about your back being sandwiched by just a like a, a kind of a either by the floor or by the back of your chair or you can even put your hand at your low back just feeling what that nice warmth is feeling like and then you put your hand on your low 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 belly just where it's kind of inappropriate to be doing this in public okay and you you tilt very subtly tilt your coccyx um and your hip kind of that plate that forms as though your your hips were were a plate all right you were just tilting it kind of like a tectonic plate tilt it back and forth you're tilting it back and forth and you don't even really have to move much more it's kind of like you know when you gotta pee and you're in the car and you kind of move subtly because you don't want somebody to see that you're bobbing up and down or side to side you're not you don't want to do that squirm thing okay so you're just tilting that are we squeezing as well? You're just gently engaging it. You're not even really squeezing it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you just continue to do that. And and eventually, you think... Wait, you, we, we'll, yeah. we'll get into this. We're out, We're recording outside on a patio in yeah, a bar today. Yeah, there's people here. And, so, yeah. and we were alone until this exact moment. <laughs> where we, were cl- we were right in front closing of the door as well. Closing <laughs> our eyes. Holding our lower tummies right where it's inappropriate. Yep. And tilting, and, and two dudes well, just, just walked in. Just at the verge of where it's but inappropriate. Anyway. All right, so, so you just this. keep, basically, you just keep tilting until you feel that nice, soothing, rocking motion. Okay. And then eventually, you're going to just want to start to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And you're basically going to want to... doing it. You've stopped doing it. I'm yes, still doing I, it. I'm kind of doing it uh, smaller. I'm, okay. do, I'm very skilled. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I believe I it. I could do it imperceptibly now. Oh, nice. Um... But basically, you want to breathe low. You want to breathe. And sometimes that's why I urge people to keep their hands on their low belly. So you want to keep breathing into your low belly. And it's it's this combination. And it, it becomes a kind of that funny rocking, soothing. It's it's It takes a bit of time, you know, like it takes about five minutes. 
But eventually you start feeling the same kinds of feelings that you feel when you're turned on, when you're aroused. Oh, it takes five minutes. I, I, about 20 seconds into that, I was feeling that. Yeah. Well, it takes five minutes to really kind of get in touch, I think, with the whole underbelly. But, okay. you know, breathing into your perineum or your taint or breathing right into your right into your pussy. What but what I is that say? supposed to feel like? It's supposed to feel like that warm washing over you feeling like... I mean, some people can come just from doing that, right? What? Yeah, some people I can come. Homework. Yeah, some people apparently can come just with their minds. Like, they're doing these experiments now, G-spot experiments, where um, they've found a bunch of women who can just come with their minds. And what I don't understand is, like, are, are they clenching their PC muscles? Is everything just completely not moving? Or are they engaging? Because they have to be engaging. Listen, if you're squeezing your PC muscles, you can come within um, like a few minutes. If you're skilled, I would imagine. I, 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 <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> find, um, find a speaker in a club and sit on that for five minutes and squeeze your PC muscles. See what happens. Do it at one of my comedy shows. Ladies. <laughs> You'll see everybody mm, doing this funny I'll just be on the mic. This is my new joke. <laughs> Here, breathe like this. <laughs> Mm, um, um I, I, and, you know there are different techniques for everybody not everybody's gonna say like get right into your pussies ladies but you know like you're gonna you're you feel that connected feeling that's that's really more the point it might not end up being being what you're you know it might not end up working for you the rocking motion but that it's the, the point is to get like actually grounded to actually remember your own body and to feel like you're in your body do you think People who are grounded, connected to their body, doesn't matter what they look like. They're sexy. They're owning it. It's happening. Yeah. I think, I mean, everybody has a sexuality. We just are very conditioned to see with our eyeballs a certain thing. But I, you know, I think I can safely say that I have had sex with some highly unconventional looking people. Uh, who would not be someone else's cup of tea, and I have had some good times. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, I'm I'm a nerdy girl, though. Like, I, I, I have a lit degree. I'm surrounded by books in my bedroom. Yeah. Like, there's... Tell us more. <laughs> so everyone well. listening is into that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, well, I figured. Yeah. I mean, and that's... Uh, uh, no, I mean, there's... When in doubt, when I get kind of discouraged... Um, I, I turn to my erotica and even, you know, like I kind of, I need to branch out because I'm a little bit tired of the old, uh, weathered and nice nin stuff. It's getting, it's getting to be a bit tired. And, and I think that now with the whole 50 shades of gray and I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you like 50 shades of gray, but like, ugh, like, no, it's I've just, only it's like glanced at it in airports. Like I've picked it up. And I just look at, at the tie on the cover and I'm like, no, You're no, it. it's all, I'm, yeah, can't, I can't, I mean, I mean, I've read some snippets that get, you know, lambasted on the internet things like, but I, uh, yeah, like uh, the unconventional looking people are, are wonderful sometimes because it's like a secret, you know? Like, yeah. And I don't know. I, that's, I, I can't generalize about anybody. I mean, you know what I've been told once? What? During sex, which was, I guess, supposed to be a compliment, but <laughs> also stabbed uh, me in the heart. Uh, <laughs> it was this. It was like, you're hot, but you hide it well. <laughs> I was like, uh, thanks. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I've gotten that. I've gotten the like. You have you, not gotten that. I've gotten things similar, like you are so not my type, but you're really sexy. Really? Yeah, things like that, or like you're you're sexy for a fat girl, or you know, like I've got <laughs> sexy. For yeah, a fat like you're girl. way chubbier than the people I normally fuck. Are but, you, you kidding know. me? No. Are these dudes saying this? Uh, yeah, they may yeah, or may not have like read all that horrible stuff about you know compliment a woman but get her on the back. Yeah, foot yeah all that and do all that. Shit. Yeah, that stuff. I'm telling you, it scares the. There's no Jesus in me, but if there were, it would scare the bejesus in me, out of me, into me, out of me, <laughs> over me. All we would know is stuff's going in and out right now. Bejesus would and be that's around. All we care about. Um, it's I, I can't. And mostly it just makes me sad because it makes me realize that there's a whole swath of humanity who who feel that feels so incapable of, of being lovable and, and loved and loving that they, they think they have to follow these rule books. Yeah. Um, and they're so completely out of themselves that, that, you know, other men can just kind of prey on them and, and make them realize like, yeah, this is the way it can be for you because we're the disenfranchised male who doesn't, you know, now, now we'll rule. Now we'll get what we want. It's like, really it's creepy. Fucked up. I'm sorry. Like it, if, yeah, yeah. Forays into internet dating made it kind of clear that there was a big kind of surge in that. I, I, I delved into that a few years ago. Yeah. Well, with the men I was dating. Can we, really can we head back women. to the fat concept for a second? Yeah. Something about you're chubbier than yeah. girls or whatever. Because first of all, I don't know. No. Not even true. <laughs> Second of all, one thing that I think is super sexy and also super empowering is you, I don't know, you're a phenomenal burlesque performer. Everybody, everybody who Thank sees you. it loves it, which is why I love to have you close and open shows like Stand Up Strip Down. Um, and when you're, you're taking off your clothes, when you're there and you're just in your pasties and your little G-string yeah. or whatever, like you have a bit of a belly. Yeah, your belly's yeah. there. It's yeah. gorgeous. It's out there. And I feel like it's really empowering for women in the audience yeah. to see that here's somebody on stage, all eyes are on her. Everyone in the audience is completely into this. Yeah. And she doesn't, you know, you can't play the xylophone on her abs. No. Like, oh my God. Ugh, I would. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm very conflicted. Like when I started doing burlesque, I was, I was bigger. I was bigger. I was unhealthier. I, you know, my body has really shifted and changed shape and I've lost weight and I've gained weight in different places. And, but my belly always stays relatively kind of round and, and very not six Packy, uh, there's stuff in there. I'm strong, but like, wow, I hope you never see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> um, but it, um, yeah, at the beginning when I, when I was doing it, I thought it was much more of a political statement um, because I was so unconventional and everybody around me, like I did a lot of, I've done a lot of acting. I, I am an actor and on camera particularly, you know, like camera adds whatever, how many pounds? Yeah. So I was constantly being told just very blatantly, like you are too fat for camera. If you lost 40 to 50 pounds, you would be the next ingenue. Uh. So, you know, like after about with bulimia, I realized, no, I, this doesn't work for me. Like yeah. I don't care. So I thought, oh, the best fuck you will be to expose this unwieldy flesh. By the way, can I just say for a minute, props to you for going bulimia instead of anorexia. You're like, I'm still going to eat. I don't have the discipline for that. I'm sorry. I tried. I went, like, I think it lasted a day. I had like half a bagel and an apple. And I was like, fuck this. I have a headache and I'm cranky. I'd rather just destroy my tooth enamel and potentially rupture my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. It's not worth it. But, you know, like to be so sick, to be, to be rendered so sick and to, to be so susceptible to other people's 
kind of words and ideas. I mean, it all kind of ties into how I am in my everyday life. Like I'm constantly trying to receive something from someone, which is dangerous if you're not kind of careful about your filter. Like if you kind of let everything in, yeah, everything will get in. What do you but mean you're constantly trying to receive something? Because I'm constantly like I'm engaged. I'm engaged with the world. And that's what's sexy to me, actually, like just to be engaged with the surroundings. Like I could probably find like this, this fence that we're sitting beside has some really nice little knots and like circles and it's smooth to They're the touch. They're kind of, um, vaginal. They're vaginal. And then that makes me think about, you know, like the natural patterns in trees and wood and the leaves and the stamens and things. And like, it's all sex. You can, like, it's all, everywhere. So I have to kind of, you know, be careful because <laughs> I can get distracted. I think if I'm, you know, uh, I don't know. But, uh, what was I saying? I was talking about my flesh as political. Um, I yeah. Want, no, I want you to just keep rubbing stuff from sitting near <laughs> and telling me how it's sexy. Mm, <laughs> and this bottle of honey. <laughs> hey, listen. And then she squirted it all over. Yeah, honey, no, not so much. No, you no. know, have you tried? Sexy. I don't know. Have you? T- well, it's sexy for to an extent. I don't know. I've experienced the uh, post-food problems, sex. What do you? Oh, food, you mean you mean the, using food and sex? Yeah, yeah, that's not and always the great. Stickiness, the <laughs> mess. Oh God! This just reminded me. You one talk time, more, please. No, no. I just I just <laughs> thought of something that I I thought you may appreciate. I was at a party a couple years ago. It was a birthday party, mm-hmm. and it turned into. A sex party. Ooh. But I didn't know. I didn't know. And I think it was spontaneous. I was checking in with people later. And for some <laughs> reason, that was really important to me. Like, did everyone know except me yeah. that this was a sex party? <laughs> or was this, you know, or was it spontaneous or what? Yeah. And um, I, I was there just, you know, to celebrate the birthday. And then people were like, now we're taking off our pants and dancing. I'm like, I can do this. This yeah. is fun. Woo. Stop <laughs> my underwear dancing. I can do this. Yeah. But I'd come from a show. So I was in, also, I was in a button-up shirt and a tie uh-huh. and just mm. no pants. Yeah, I can That's do this. That's good. And then, then it's like slowly like starting to turn into a sex party. <laughs> and it's not really what I was into that night. Yeah. And um, there was a moment where this woman came up to me, and she's super hot. Like I've always thought that she was super hot. Yeah. And it was just it was just not. I was just not into it this night. No, right? no. But it was so funny. She came up to me and she had her shirt off at that point and had smeared like chocolate by her collarbone. The whole okay. thing was quite sexy, but I just yeah. was not into it. So <laughs> she came up to me and she was like, mm, yeah, like gesturing, like, why don't you lick this off? And I was just like this, like, uh-huh, I'm allergic to chocolate. And then I just ran away. <laughs> I'm not allergic to chocolate. No. But yeah, um, food and sex. It's not always, it's not always as sexy as you think it's going to be. At all, at all, even remotely no i'm trying i feel like the last time i even dabbled in that was in when i was probably like 19 or something but i can't remember what i think i tried all the peaches the peaches i think there was whipped cream and ice cream and ice cubes and maybe honey and some some kind of chocolate sauce not all at once over time (laughs) and uh, like dairy products no what Uh, whipped whipped cream cream yeah I like to put a uh, just a thick Greek yogurt over <laughs> Greek yogurt is very good for you. That's probiotic. No, I'm not going there. I'm not going to talk about the benefits yeast infections. of probiotics Let's for yeast it. infections. There we go. Cram it wow. in there, ladies, if you got a little yeast problem. Seriously, yeah. seriously, do. Actually, mostly I just do. I use acidophilus pills capsules. Yeah, that's good. That's much better than. <laughs> Are we actually doing this? Because if we're actually doing this, I'll tell you what I've done before. Go ahead. Are we actually doing this? Why not? Yeah. I've stuck garlic up there. Yes. I've heard that that works. Yeah. 
And if it doesn't work, little no, I won't even say. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I don't know what you were gonna say. I don't. Oh, yeast infections are not sexy. They're not sexy, so we shouldn't talk about them anymore. Um, but just be careful with your lady parts, ladies and men. Be careful with lady parts. Yeah, because they can just keep transmitting that stuff back you and forth. You were talking about your flesh. I was being talking political. about my flesh. I, you know what? I, I don't even know what the point is. The point is that I don't feel like it. <sighs> I'm always be comparing myself to the thing, right? So, like, compared to... To the media image? To of the media sexy? image. Yeah. So, if I compare myself to any media image of, uh, like, a sexy chick, yeah, I'm not... I'm fat. I'm a fat troll person, right? <laughs> so, but, you know, like, if I compare um, myself... Pringle, this is not true at all. If I compare myself to the person that I was uh, 10 years ago, I'm much thinner than and fitter. And I think... And again, like, it just stems... goes right back to what's in my mind and what I perceive. And I have to be careful about what I say like I I do not think I'm a fat troll there's an old old voice back in the like kind of chambers of my brain that used to say it a lot a yeah, lot yeah, and tried yeah. to reinforce that and uh when I started kind of trying to shift that voice and for a while it it, it shifted with a lot of anger and I was like fuck you everybody blah, blah. like then that yeah. was okay and I could get past it now I'm like nah, that's it's like it's really not my story anymore it's really really not um and so, yes, like I still try to claim my flesh as as something that's political and that's powerful and that is is something that you don't see every day. You certainly don't see it on TV. Although, like, yeah, I, I mean, you're seeing it now with Lena Dunham and look at the flack she's getting. Like, look, I, I, I can't. I can't she's pretty amazing it. for pushing all I those boundaries. I love her. I love her. And just standing there and taking it and going, "What? Why do you? Why? Why do people have a problem with I this?" Know, yeah, I know. I so know cool. her thighs too. And I, I just, I, I'm always fascinated and horrified by what the media will fixate on next. You know, like thighs, yeah. and I just, I, I find it very depressing. And so. You know, sometimes I think, well, maybe I'm not being political enough. You know, like maybe I should, I should gain a shitload of weight and like really go for it, you know, because there are all sorts of troops, other burlesque troops like Sublime Rondeur here in Montreal and Cameron Moore was doing a burlesque with the, um, oh damn, I forget the name of her old troupe out of Boston, Big Moves. Oh and, yeah, Big Moves. And they are, and they are so glorious, you know, like, and I just think sometimes, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I should do more but uh, there's only so much I can do with what I got um, and I'm just glad that I still feel sexy I'm feeling sexier and sexier as we go along actually that's awesome yeah I th I'm hoping that it's because of the 30s sexual peak thing that's going on where like that is going on isn't I'm it I'm just an oversexed fiend like yeah. I can touch a, a piece of wood on the, <laughs> the fence and be like hey. <laughs> <laughs> like the knots in this thing yeah but I, I mean I'm happy you asked me that question even though I feel like we kind of left it. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, okay, let's wrap it up. Just, just let's leave. Let's leave everybody with something. What's sexy? What's sexy? Your mind. My my mind. Your mind is particularly sexy. <laughs> Dan Smith's mind is sexy. You guys, that is the definitive answer. Yeah, to pretty this much. Question. Yeah, no, your mind, your 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 heart too. Like you can't forget about it, even if you're down and dirty and you don't want to think about your heart. Think about your heart, like even if it's kind of got the door closed and some earplugs in, like it's still there. You can't forget it. Your mind, your heart, confidence, confidence, humor. Um, hopefully, some books by your bed or yeah. in your car or in your knapsack. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have to go. 
Uh, oh. I'm going to go home and uh, <laughs> read. I'm going to go do I'll be reading. yoga. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it, but um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, charlie underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week. <laughs> 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 it's funny.